Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another incredible installment of Morning Reload. From very high above all the puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the Cowboy State Politics Northern Command Studio in Sheridan, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. Wyoming is one of the few places where you really can leave civilization behind. Where I live, it takes you five minutes to get out of town and then another five or so for your phone to stop working. Every road out of town has a fairly reliable dead spot in it. No messages in, no messages out. It wasn't that long ago that the 24-hour news cycle was constrained to the television set or the radio. If breaking news happened, you didn't know about it until you flipped the switch on the TV or tuned in to your local AM radio station. Now, most people don't even have an AM radio in their home. And if they do, it's just something that sits in the corner that nobody really knows how to turn on. The irony being, for most of us, is that if we were to take advantage of that 10-minute drive out of town, the only news apparatus that would really function would be an AM radio. All of us carry around a device in our back pockets that is about a million times more powerful than the computer that sent Apollo 11 into space. The brilliant machine of its time had a memory capacity of 32,000 bytes. A byte, or bit, depending on how you pronounce it, is the equivalent of a one or a zero if you were to type it out in an email. Letters, like an A, a B, or an S, take up about eight bytes. And so, the computer that put man on the moon could only store the equivalent of about 800 words. Put another way, if I were to make a transcript of this episode, that computer wouldn't be able to store it. So much for light reading when you're in space, I suppose. The phone you carry in your pocket, on the other hand, is about a million times more powerful than the computer on board Apollo 11. To give you a bit of comparison, you could probably download 20 entire books, classic works of literature, onto your phone, and it wouldn't even put a dent in it. Your phone has the capacity to keep you updated on each and every tidbit of news in a given day. With social media, all of us have our own 24-hour news cycle, breaking news feeds specifically tailored to us. We can talk to people on the other side of the planet simply by pushing a couple of numbers on our phone. And unless you've downloaded a couple of maps, none of it will do you a bit of good 10 minutes outside of Buffalo, Wyoming. At our cabin, we have a collection of newspapers that we use for Firestarter, some of them dating back 20 years or more. As you flip back through the stack of newspapers through the decades, it's amazing how little the news has changed. Politicians are always spending too much money, a government official is embroiled in a scandal, and some celebrity that no one is going to remember in five years created a mess out of their personal life and it's now gossip to all of us. It doesn't matter if it's 1985, 95, or five years ago. The news doesn't change. 
The character names are different. Much like a daily soap opera, the plot lines vary only ever so slightly from year to year. And more often than not, all you have to do is switch out the names and read it, and it would sound just like your personalized newsfeed from social media. When I came off the mountain yesterday morning, I thought my phone, as it usually does, was just going to explode. There's about 10 minutes where it just continues to make a sound because of all of the messages coming in from social media, breaking news apps, and emails. And then there's the flood of text messages asking for my comment from whatever happened during the weekend. Amazingly enough, the world did not spin off its axis in my absence. The same politicians are still spending way too much of my money, and the same government officials are still embroiled in the same scandals. Interestingly enough, the articles I read on my phone were not that much different than the decades-old newspapers that I left at the cabin. Had I wanted to, the only news device that would have functioned at the cabin was the AM radio. But I didn't turn it on. One of the nice things about this program is I don't have to do breaking news, because it hardly ever changes from day to day. You see, this breaking news feed, much like the one that's on the TV in my news studio, is the same old stories, no different than they were a year or five or ten or twenty years ago. The same is true for you. Your world will not spin off its axis if you turn your phone off or if you go to the mountains where it won't work anyway. What will change, however, is you. Instead of being on your phone constantly, you'll have to pay attention to things that really matter. Your friends, your family, and the people that you're with. The hope is, of course, that when you return to civilization, you'll have gotten so used to not doing things with your telephone that you'll continue the same behavior, that you'll have dinner with your friends and family without that high-powered computer device. You'll actually talk to them, because when you were on the mountain, that's all you could do anyway. A behavior, once corrected, ought to be continued. And I see absolutely no reason why you shouldn't continue to do the things that you learned while you were on the mountain. And what about the trip to the moon and the technology they had available for them at the time? The underpowered computer. Well, the truth is, they had another piece of equipment. Something called a sextant. Seafaring mariners have used them for hundreds of years. It's a device that measures the distance between two visible celestial objects and the horizon. It's a navigation tool, so you can figure out where you're going. So at the time, even though they had the most advanced computer that they could possibly ever imagine, the real necessary piece of equipment is one that has been around for hundreds of years. It was the failsafe in the event that technology failed. So it is with us. Even though most of us carry around a computer in our pocket that is a million times more powerful than the one that sent man to the moon, there are places in our great state where it's pretty much useless. In the end, we all rely on the same technology that man has always used. In the case of your own personal navigation, all you really need is a map and a compass. The same primitive technology, not unlike the one that was on board Apollo 11 and the exact same devices that Magellan circumnavigated the globe with. My point is that it is not technology that all of us need. Let me ask you this. Even though we have all of this advanced technology, 
even though we are sitting on the very precipice of quantum computing, have we accomplished anything more impressive than men walking on the moon? Oh, we've sent little robots to Mars, and while that's an impressive feat in and of itself, I, don't, I think that it pales in comparison to men walking on another celestial body. Though there are advances in technology that maybe make things easier, it doesn't get you any further along in the human condition than the compass and the sextant did for Magellan. While they helped him figure out where he was going, what he discovered was the same human problems that existed before he even set sail. Here's what I'm getting at with this Monday morning soliloquy. Pick your head up from your phone every once in a while. The news really isn't going to change all that much, and I'll be sure to fill you in on any soap opera-esque plot twists and the change in the players of the production. Your personalized newsfeed will remain the same. People will get married, people will get divorced, and there will still be some gossip-worthy scandal that you can pay attention to later. But if you keep your head down staring at your phone, you might just miss the things that really matter. Your family, your friends, and the weekend you spent at the cabin at the end of July. This Monday morning pontification has been brought to you by Morton Buildings. If you need any type of metal structure on your property, call Morton Buildings at 307-674-2532. Or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. It's also brought to you in part by New Trend Hats. It's the middle of summer, and if you haven't noticed, it's 90 degrees outside, and you probably need something to keep your head from getting sunburned. Go to NewTrendHats.com and get the hat that you've been looking for. That'll do it for today's installment of the program. New episodes of the broadcast are published every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday morning. And don't forget about the Thursday live episode that begins every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. You can find the link at CowboyStatePolitics.com or on the Cowboy State Politics Facebook page. From the base of the Bighorns, at the Cowboy State Politics Northern Command Studio, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.